Australian Lane Beachley is regarded as the most successful female surfer in history. She claimed six consecutive world titles between 1998 and 2003. She won her seventh world title in 2006 before she retired from professional surfing in 2008. Now she's a motivational speaker, director of the Aim for the Stars Foundation and chairperson of Surfing Australia. She's also an officer of the Order of Australia. Lane has had some amazing achievements in her life, but she's also had challenging times with her mental health. However, the ocean has always been a source of comfort and healing for her. When I reflect on my childhood, I know being in the ocean or being in nature was my one place of solace, and it still is to this day. If I hear traumatic news or if I'm processing some unresolved fear or anger or sadness, the first place I resort to is the ocean. It's a place where I feel connected. It's a place where I feel a sense of freedom. It's free of judgment. It's free of criticism. And as a self-confessed control freak, it's also a great place to learn to surrender because it's a force way more powerful than me. So there's some of the reasons why I'm so drawn to being in the ocean on a daily basis. And on top of that, it makes me feel really good. It cleanses my mind, body and soul and and, uh, gives me a dose of perspective and balance in life. So tell me about when you experience some challenges with your mental health. Pick one, anyone. The first one that comes to mind when you ask me that question is when I had chronic fatigue syndrome, and that was back in the mid-90s. So there was very little empathy or understanding. There was a lot of judgment, a lot of criticism. Yuppies disease was the term that was often coined in relation to chronic fatigue. And Because it was at a time when I was competing to win a world title, I wasn't a world champion yet, but I was on the verge, I was on the cusp of becoming a world champion, I just was so hungry for everything. I was hungry to learn, I was hungry to be uh, accepted, I desperately wanted support and encouragement. Yet I was also very feisty and very driven and very determined. And the behaviours that were associated with that was some days I was really positive and upbeat and other days I was really down and not depressed, but I was just really in a negative mindset. And when I found myself in a negative mindset, it worried me because it's not a place that I've often find myself and it's not a very familiar environment because I've got such a positive disposition. And once I realised how often these negative cycles were occurring, I realised that it was a result of my mindset, of my heart set, of my physical set, and also of the choices that I was making. Then I realised that I was in a much, I was in a real compromised situation with my health and wellbeing. And it's amazing how we can go through these challenges and we can convince ourselves that we're okay. And deep down, I knew I wasn't. Deep down, I knew I was in this really negative spot, but I still was focusing on winning a world title. I didn't want to deal with my health and well-being. I didn't think that really had much uh, influence in the way that I was performing. Long story short, I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome, and it was a really challenging time because I didn't want to acknowledge that I was sick. I didn't want to acknowledge that I was weak, and I didn't want to acknowledge that I was vulnerable. And so by denying myself the pain, by denying myself the feeling and the acknowledgement, I ended up in a state of depression. And there's a, an author out of America called John D. Martini. He talks about the ABCDs of negativity. And if you find yourself starting in a state of anger, then you're in the cycle of negativity. You're angry, then you turn into blame, you know, it's everyone else's fault or everyone's let you down. Then there's criticism. And then finally you're left in a state of despair. Well, I skipped or I went through all that and then went straight into a state of depression. And it was a really scary, disconcerting place to find myself. I was thinking of different ways to end my life on a daily basis. And it was a really 
dark, horrible, isolated environment to be in. And it wasn't until I got there did I realise I need help. <laughs> and uh, once I acknowledged that I needed help, that's when I had the courage to put my hand up and ask for help. But it was disconcerting to find myself in a place where I was thinking of killing myself, whereas two years prior, I was, or even one year prior, all I was focused on was winning world titles. And what sort of help did you get? Well, first I put my hand up and, and reached out to a girlfriend who I knew had been through these challenges. And that's the fundamental message I want to share with everybody is that when you're going through challenges, the most courageous thing you can do is talk about them because when you talk about them, people can relate to you, people realise that they're not alone and then you can become a person of, of resource and network. And so when I knew this girlfriend of mine who was an Olympic swimmer had been through similar situations, I thought, well, the first person that's going to understand what I'm going through without judging me or criticising me, she'd be the best person to call. And so I rang her and she knew I was unwell and her first response was, what took you so long? And after that, you know, we had a chat and I told her what I'm going through, how I'm feeling, and then she said, well, this is who you should speak to. You know, consider calling this naturopath and go to this centre and maybe reach out to and read this book and, you know, here's your proactive steps towards a better health and improved way of living. And so I took on her counsel. I also invested in a lot of money in, in supplements and nutrition and, and I did it all the healthy way because there is no other way to treat chronic fatigue. But it's a full mental, physical and emotional commitment to your health and well-being. And uh, after about two years, I came out of that and then won my first of eight world titles. So how did you turn to the surf during that time? Well, quite honestly, I didn't have the effort to even get to the beach. So I daydreamed about the surf and not being able to do something I love on a daily basis caused more frustration and more anger and more blame and more criticism and more desperation. So I just knew that the ocean was there in the background and I didn't have the effort or the energy to go in it, but I certainly had the motivation to just go near it so I could just smell it or feel it. And it was the desire to go surfing again that kept me alive in the deepest, darkest moments of my life. It was the the goal that kept me going, that kept me motivated. So having that goal in the back of my mind, even when there was there was days when I didn't think I'd ever do it again, I still had that connection to that one kind of light at the end of the tunnel. And that's what kept me motivated. The one thing that turned me around from chronic fatigue was one day I had the energy to drive from where I was living to a bakery that I knew had yeast-free, wheat-free, gluten-free bread that actually tasted decent. And so I was driving to it and I looked over my shoulder and I saw perfect waves. And in my body, it just went, you're ready. And I hadn't surfed for several months, maybe six months. And, uh, and I just decided to go into the water and I just, I can still feel the emotion that, that came over me. I just went, oh, like everything's going to be okay. So, and that's how I feel every day I go in the water. So what do you think it is? What are the elements about surfing that really do make you feel so much better? It's all the non-tangibles, but the tactiles. The smell of the ocean. Fortunately, I've grown up in an environment such as Manly Beach where the ocean is very clean and pristine waters compared to some of the oceans that I've swum in around the world and surfed in around the world. Immersing myself into nature, so feeling that centeredness and groundedness when I put my feet on the sand, feeling that sense of exfoliation through my toes and just grounding me into Mother Earth. And then diving in the ocean, I feel this sense of, of being cleansed 
from my head all the way down to my toes. It's almost like it cleanses my mind, my body and my soul. And like I said, it's a place where I surrender. I can just float and I feel nurtured. I feel comforted. Actually, for me, it's like going back into the womb. It's my embryonic fluid. It's where I feel so, so secure and so comfortable that there's nothing to concern yourself with. There's no fear associated with that. And it's not until the waves start getting really big does that start to bring fear back into it. But up until that point, it's just a place of security and calmness. So what do you think the potential of using surfing as a therapy for others is? Well, we've seen that through the Soldier On program where, you know, we're bringing injured and returned servicemen and women into the water to get them to experience the joy and the freedom of surfing. It's almost like you're walking on water and you're dancing in the waves, you're reading shadows. It's the social fabric that brings a whole lot of people together. It's a community. It's a healthy outdoor activity that's physically challenging, mentally challenging, physically rewarding. Then you've got that social environment as well. So there's a lot more to surfing than just grabbing a board and going out and hitting the waves. You know, you've got this real community of like-minded people who share in the joy of it on a daily basis. And and irrespective of how poor the conditions may be, it's still the, the overwhelming feeling of of euphoria that you receive when you come out of the water. It's just that whatever's happening on land, whatever's going on on the beach, you don't have to take it into the water with you. You go in there, you release yourself of the fears or the anxieties or the pressures of life, and then you can choose to whether you go back into that mindset when you come out of the water, but there's there's no need for it in the water. So it's that... It's a true sense of freedom and and a true sense of individual expression. There's a lot of benefits to it. I feel that a lot of the challenges that a lot of people have, whether it's a mental or a physical challenge, a lot of the judgment that's associated with it causes the pain. And so when you go into the ocean, you free yourself of judgment. It detaches you from external perception and it really brings you into your own state of being and that's mindfulness, being aware of how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how that's resulting in how you're acting in your life and being in the ocean, is it almost, it almost forces that to occur because it's such an overwhelming sensory experience. There are a number of people, though, that have a real fear of the ocean. Some, Fair know, enough. People who haven't grown up near the ocean. Mm. What are some of the things that you would say to those people? The first thing to do when you have a fear is actually to identify what that fear is and then how realistic is that fear. A lot of people have fears of shark, which is, you know, <laughs> sharks, they're around. If you have a fear of the ocean, I tend to say that it's the best sport or it's the best environment for self-confessed control freaks to go into, or just control freaks in general, because it does teach you to surrender, to surrender control and go with the flow. To overcome any fear, first you have to identify what the fear is. Second, ask yourself, why am I afraid? How rational is this fear? And then are you willing to overcome it? If you have a fear of the ocean, yet you love to swim in the ocean, then go and swim in an ocean where there's no waves. Or, you know, go and swim in a beach where there's little waves or at least it's controlled by lifeguards. Just go up to your knees and then once you feel comfortable, keep going, keep going, keep going. That's how I learned to surf. I started surfing in waves that were one foot and as I became more comfortable, I was gradually graduated up until I started surfing waves that are 30 foot and above. But it's not something I woke up one day when I'm just going to go and surf 30 foot waves. You know, I had to had to earn my stripes, had to build up my confidence. And it's the same thing with anyone that has a fear of anything. You have to keep stepping into it. You have to keep working towards it. But if you allow the fear to define you, then you'll never overcome it.
The only thing I'd love to add is that surfing has not only given me a life, but over the years, over the 40 years that I've been surfing, it's at times saved my life. You know, there's been times when I've wanted to give up on life, but just that that thought of losing the opportunity to surf again is uh, is a real motivating factor to keep doing what I do. Surfing gives me that healthy dose of perspective and balance in life. If ever I'm feeling overwhelmed, I know that I have, I've been away from the ocean too long. Whenever I'm feeling sad, I know I've been away from the ocean too long. I went to the London Olympic Games for six weeks and it was the most amazing opportunity to go and mentor and coach our greatest athletes. And then I went to Barcelona straight afterward, having been in London for six weeks, and I dived in the ocean and I cried because it made me realise how connected I am to this environment and how much I miss it when I'm not near it, when I can't smell it, if I can't see it or I can't feel it. And so for anyone that's grown up in the ocean and then wonders why they're starting to feel restless or uncomfortable or unhappy with their life, go and immerse yourself in nature. Go and get back in the ocean because it'll revitalise you and it'll reconnect you with who you truly are. Lane Beachley. And if you missed the full program on surf therapy, check out the All in the Mind podcast feed. I'm Lynn Malcolm. Catch you next time.